he's never seen me fight live. He, he his news in school on uh, Monday is going to be. I flew to Boston and watched my dad fight in the UFC. Are you going to split your bonus with him if you get it? No, definitely, but he says he's going to scream. Um, he's Sound of business? He's already, yeah. Paul's really nice like that, you know. He doesn't need the money in fair. He just jacked up him walking on. The chap's loud. My dream is to be world champion, world lightweight champion in the UFC, have more money than I know what to do with, and have a great life for my, my kids, my grandkids, everyone in my, in my family, everyone that's, that's come up with me. That's my dream. Episode 41 of the Severe MMA Podcast is here. Andrew McGahan joined, as always, by Sean Sheehan. And Sean, I have a topic of discussion to kick the show off straight away. Go on. Recently, we've noticed the influx of listeners uh, from abroad. And we often talk about Irish colloquialisms, you know? The Irish yeah. people always send us tweets being like, Jesus, the lads are sound like they know about their yops, their sidonas, their, their brunch bars. Oh, yeah. Do you have a yop? No, I don't. So I just wanted to get that out of the way as quick oh, as possible. But I will record myself drinking a yop later on and I'll post it on Twitter. Um, Stu, the best dinner in the world that's ever come out of Ireland. Would you agree? I'm not a big stew fan. You're not a big stew fan. I no. have a serious bowl of stew here in front of me. I've got loaf bread in it as well. Potatoes. Brown sauce, meat, not a veg man. It's it's yesterday's stew as well, which makes it even better. It's been sitting there in the pot, cooking in its own juices. I'm a bacon and cabbage man. Oh, I've or never had that in my life. You what? I've never had bacon or bacon or cabbage or bacon and turnip. I've had bacon. I've never had the combinations. I don't think you've I've never, ever eaten cabbage or turnip. You've never had bacon and cabbage, and you're Irish. How? That's Maybe I've I've had roasted turnips. No, I've had roasted parsnips, not turnips. What do you, what do you eat with bacon? That's Sausages and eggs. That's not, that's rashers they're talking about. I'm talking about bacon. Like, bacon. Are you talking about gammon-like? No, I'm talking about bacon. What's the difference between bacon and rashers? I don't know, they're basically the same thing. Rash- bacon is like tin rashers stuck together and not cut. Oh, well, look, we've had this discussion. I've just Googled it extensively. Unfortunately, the public did not get to hear the back and forth and me calling you all the names under the sun. But as far as I'm concerned, what you consider bacon is ham. Not a different. They're Do they taste different? Someone tweet us and tell us. Do they taste the different? You know the ham that you have with your Christmas dinner? Yeah. Does it they taste do. They different? They do taste different. Bacon I don't believe more, you. Like, ham is more kind of... Salty. Y- Ham is more you cut, you cut it with like a knife and a fork, and bacon is like you can eat you in just, one go. You just use a fork, and you you know I don't know. I have no idea what the difference is. It's like what's the, the difference savages between beef of and Ireland. steak. Beef and steak. Yeah, isn't it the cut? Steak yeah, is a thicker it. cut. That's what I'm saying. Bacon and ham are different cuts. Ah, they all come from the one glorious animal. Yeah, that provides us sausages as well. Pig is a great man, isn't he? Puddins. Fair. Oh, puddins as well? Yeah. Puddins are Fuck. pig blood. Oh, well, now I'm never going to eat one again. You now didn't know what puddins are? No. Ah, here. Come on. Anyway, what did you... Did you get anything nice for your birthday? Happy birthday, my dear. I got fuck all for my birthday. Fuck all? Not at all? Not... Well, no, I didn't. Like, I, that actually... I, I actually wish I could take that sentence back, because I'm 23 years old, and I shouldn't be expecting things, and the gift of life is enough, Sean. What did you get anyway? I got a flight to Berlin. Uh, well, three flights. I'm flying to Berlin next Friday. Flying to London, home from Berlin on the Saturday night. Yeah. 
sleeping in Berlin Air in London Airport and getting the half six flight home on Sunday morning. Why? Um, I don't know. Clan Podcast? Wars is on the Sunday. Clan, oh, Clan Wars. And I'm going to miss it otherwise. And also, on? it's on in Belfast. And also, my head coach, my coach's coach is coming over from Brazil that weekend and there's a grading on and there's probably a few people that are going to get promoted that I would like to be there for. You so want to get your purple belt, yeah? No, I'm not. I'm nowhere near my purple belt. But there are some people going to get higher belts. Uh, those from Team Tara's listening probably know who I'm talking about. Uh, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to curse it. There's a good like. I think he's going to get it. What kind of belt is Damien Rooney? Damien Rooney's a purple belt, but he is ah, not sure going to get his brown belt. He's yeah, straight a from purple. Straight from purple to black. No, no, no. You'll not get this out of me. Um, oh, do you, want, do you want to hear something good? Actually, I do. I was uh, after. Uh, this is a long story, actually, but I'll make it short. After you posted that video of you talking to Matt Erickson last day, uh, do you know where you kind of get lost in in YouTube? And I, or I do you mean YouTube comments? With, um, what? Lost in YouTube comments or lost in YouTube? On, on YouTube, the videos. Because both will happen. I got onto your Lee Hammond video. Was it Lee? That's the guy who did the Berambolo, isn't it? Yeah. And then I started watching Berambolo videos. Did he actually do a Berambolo? Yeah. Really? From the it, videos I watched, it, it didn't look like he did a Berambolo at all. You see, he didn't get the back, but yeah. a Berambolo in any real sense in jiu-jitsu is going from bottom to top and going yeah. doing the underneath motion so the fact that Lee loaded him onto him if that makes sense like he loaded Gilherm's weight onto him when he went when he inverted and then managed to come up on top is what wanted for him is what got it for him like Sweet. so it was it was nice I have to admit but what about my haters talk to me about them for a minute how funny are those YouTube comments <laughs> I love the way we were talking like two weeks ago and I was like do you have any haters online or anything you were like no no not really nobody and then I looked at all loads of I forgot videos. that video uh, existed you see people hate you yeah you, you're really Graham's almost in me you know videos he gets like the comments and whenever he like, gets a bad comment about you he just sends it directly to me yeah and no I, I get it funny. I get it as well but you, you see I, I don't get them that much you see because there isn't that many of them <laughs> oh, well there's only been like five or something but like what in else fairness, did I get? they have a point. Like they have a point. Like you are a bit of a prick, <coughs> in fairness. Like that's true. But I have. Um, there was one other uh, issue, a funny issue to tackle as well that happened. Yeah. I got into an argument since my birthday as well. Did you? With who? Yeah. So uh, those in the know will know. I think I did tell you at UFC Dublin. If not, I didn't. There's a Mrs. Severe MMA on the scene at the moment, right? Yeah. And she said. I'm never going in a relationship with you on Facebook because of the amount of people you have on your Facebook page that will screenshot it and sneer. And you know the way all my friends like tag people and stuff on Facebook yeah. and they like it, yeah. She's like, I'm not, I'm never, ever, ever doing that. And I said, that's good because I've already decided that as well. And oh. then like a typical woman, what happened? She would lost the fucking head. No, actually... Maybe I want it. <laughs> oh, yeah. After say, after saying no, no, no. But the reason that I brought brought that up is because the birthday present that I got on Instagram about a year and a half ago, I did a thing called 100 Happy Days. I don't yeah, know if you, remember. you remember that, yeah. And you can get it made into a book off a website that you order. But she got it made into the book herself, and it was all 100 days. And there's loads of severe MMA stuff in it. There's loads of jujitsu stuff in it. There's loads of pictures of coffees and teas. The usual Instagram. Uh, Instagram stuff yeah and next week in Berlin I'm also uh, competing in a jiu-jitsu tournament 
So I had a great birthday, really. Sweet. I suppose we better talk about a bit about MMA, will we? If you want. I'd rather not. I'd rather we not. We still have 51 minutes left, so maybe we yeah. could just elongate this a little bit more. Yeah, like, who cares? Did you watch the Man United match last night? United were playing last night. Oh, yeah, Rooney yeah. scored. I saw he that did, on yeah. Twitter. People were going nuts that he actually scored. Yeah, Jesus. Like, people are very critical. I like the way they play. I like this kind of slow, monotonous. Like, when Barcelona were fucking doing it, people were saying, oh, they're brilliant. They're the best we've ever seen. United do it. Oh, they're so slow. This is not the United way. This is not the philosophy. They're so bad. They're terrible. Can we just get over it and say that the English league is not the best league in the world, no matter what Sky... What are Sky Sports going to do now? It is the best in the world. It's not the best, like... Okay, Barcelona and Real Madrid are obviously the best, but to watch, it's by far the best. Mm. I've fallen like, out of love big time with football. I still watch match of the day every week to watch the Arsenal highlights. But I love a bit of, like. Would you ever get a game like Arsenal versus Stoke in in uh, La Liga? I love a bit of Arsenal going to Stoke away, and them just getting put it up and losing three 0 every year. Yeah, but I love that. Arsenal have beat Stoke quite regularly the last time. Yeah, the last few but times. Stoke are going to change now. Actually, yeah, so maybe Stoke have actually learned how to play football. You see, that's the only reason Arsenal yeah. are starting to beat them. Fucking we were talking Rory Delap, like what a man. Oh, actually, before let's one more football story. Go on. I saw a quote yesterday from Roy Keane. It was a story about when he was, uh, you know, the way John Terry ripped into Robbie Savage the other yeah, day in the brilliant. press conference, and then he's like, like Robbie Savage, <laughs> and everyone started pissing themselves laughing. Roy Keane, uh, it's a quote I think from maybe a book or an interview. He said he rang Mark Hughes and wanted to inquire about uh, Robbie Savage who had fallen out of place in the in the Blackburn team and Roy was thinking yeah I might bring him up uh, do, do a job the same way Dwight oh, yeah. York did you know motivational yeah. and he said uh, Mark's like yeah he's lost his way here but he could still probably do a job for you up there that was grand he got the number he rings him it goes to the voicemail and the voicemail answers like hey this is Robbie what's up <laughs> And Roy Keane said, right, well, I can't be fucking signing that. And then left it at that. Great man. What a great man. Right, MMA, I suppose there was something happening. Speaking of lads going at each other on the phone and stuff. Daniel Cormier and John Jones this week got back into it. Twitter beefs all up in each other's grills, calling each other pussies, threatening to come to each other's gyms, beat the shit out of each other. And he photoshopped it in the end. He photoshopped it in the end. Daniel, like... Daniel Cormier definitely came out of this worse than John, jo- John Jones did, in my opinion. Um, I think you know what way, I like, like best about it? That they didn't oh. at each other in at once. Uh, Cormier did, but Jones oh, didn't. Did Jones, I, I, I tweeted there about it, that um, it was like your aunt on Facebook, do you know? They tweet something, and they like tweet, Hello, Mike, how are you? And like, Mike isn't tagged, and it's just like on her page. And it's, no, it's John Jones is like that. It's like... Suck it, Daniel. You're just you're such a pussy. But uh, yeah, uh, look, with John Jones back now and everything, I think I, I think you have to kind of get back into it. Like I said, John Jones should be out for another while. I said the UFC should have kept him out, but now that he is back, what can you do? You might as well just accept it. Because if like if you're looking back on it all the time, it's just gonna, you know, it's just gonna drag on and on and uh, and everything. But as, as I was sitting there, I got into my, uh, got taken away on YouTube and I was looking at a few uh, John Jones, Daniel Cormier videos as well and it got me really hyped up <laughs> for the fighting in. Even though I don't think it, it'll be a great fight, I think Jones will win easier the second time. Um, like the build-up is just going to be really good. They they genuinely don't like each other. 
uh, meeting up in the hallways, like shoving each other around. Dave Schaller going flying. Um, Conor McGregor taking selfies as they do it. Just, just brilliant, and I hope that all happens again. You kind of have to think that um, maybe the UFC or maybe John Jones was just like, I need my need to start getting some of those McGregor numbers left, right, and center. You know, he's starting to see the man is uh, your man who's getting there. Am I low? Yeah. Sorry, let me just turn myself back up. How am I now? Yeah, you're grand now. Excellent. Uh, apologies to anyone who... Oh, wait. Hold on. You're a bit low again. Are you close enough to your mic? I am close enough to my mic. Oh, yeah, you're a bit better now. Is that okay? Because yeah. I'm, uh, I'm up as high as possible. Uh, John Jones, Daniel Cormier, the funniest saga in the world continues. You have to imagine that um, when, when it all comes down to it, like you said, John is going to beat Daniel as easier as... If not, as easier than the last time. Like, he's a completely different man, and you have to. I laugh every time I look at his Twitter page and I see all his tweets to people. Without a doubt, he is sitting there, laughing as he's writing them out. Like, and he's like, "Oh, I want to cement my legacy and become a much better person." <laughs> like, John Jones is probably sitting in his house, allegedly doing hilarious things that would make him even more of a baller, while writing all of these tweets. Like, John Jones doesn't give a shit, really, does he? He's not, He doesn't. Like, he's not a reformed character. Like, people, like he, I don't even think he's trying to make it out that he is. He's just, oh, like, oh, I want to be a better person out of the octagon. Like, yeah, yeah, good man. Good Fuck man, John. Thanks for that. Like, I don't think necessarily he was that bad. Like, he, okay, that car crash and stuff was fucking terrible and things like but obviously he was doing a bit of drugs and stuff he got caught and you know but like I don't think he was ever fucking like I don't think he's the best person in the world he's like he doesn't really care about anyone else he's like selfish but like I don't think his life was spiraling out of control or anything I don't like think he's a drug addict or anything like that like I just think he's a bit of a you know a bit of a bit of a prick like a bit of an Andrew McGann bit of an Andrew McGann but I'm not the one who caused us to sit here for 20 minutes while Windows 10 decided to collapse get a proper computer Sean I'm just looking at my Skype here now and it says um, your speakers seem to be working fine it's worth checking that your speakers are switched on and correct, correctly <laughs> plugged in I'm on fucking uh, earphones which is worrying in one way but uh, yeah this the, the Sheehan the Sheehan Windows 10 Chronicles it's almost as long and drawn out process as what Misha Tate is going to do next in the UFC. Exactly. Wow. Sorry, that's all. Like all my job is is the segues. He's dead. He's dead. He's gone again. I bet your Windows 10 has crashed on him. No. Hello, I'm back. I hear him. Oh, you hear me? thank God. Oh fuck. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I decided to change in the middle of. In the middle of our call, like, mid conversation, <laughs> I decided to change the microphone I was using. I just changed the speaker settings there. What arm could do? Like, no, it frozen for a second. Anyway, yeah, Misha Tate and Misha Tate, yeah. Look, she was promised to run the Rosie fight. Then they reneged on that, gave it to um, who's Holly Holm. Like, look, we spoke about this before and. I think I, I said it anyway. I I think you agree that if you want under if Ronda Rousey's fighting someone, look that Holly Holm fight's a good. It's the grand fight. There's there's something there's something there for that fight. But if apart from that, there's nobody else apart from Misha Tate. Like I actually watched nearly all of her UFC fights there this morning. Um, 
And Misha Tate gave her a better match than anyone. There's no doubt about it. She took her into the third round. Look, Ronda still dominated and everything. But in a division like that, and I think it's the same with the flyweight division and Joseph Benavidez. I think, look, I know Ronda and Demetrius, they've beaten them a couple of times. They've beaten them fairly well. But I would still want to see those fights again. What, what's wrong uh, with that? I, I, I want to see Why? Misha fight Ronda again, but I have no yeah. interest in seeing... Another team alpha male blow their blow their load before they get to a title shot. Like, and would you rather it. see fucking I don't know who's gonna who's gonna find him? Yes, like? no, I would genuinely I would rather because maybe 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 one of them punches Demetrius Johnson and gets lucky. Joseph Benavidez will probably have the fight of his life on on the Wednesday before the fucking fight, and then by Saturday he's just. I was going to make another erectile dysfunction joke, but <laughs> flat was all that came into my head, and I didn't really want to go that way with it. Soft. Soft, yeah. We'll yeah. go for that. But look, Misha Tate, you can't blame her for being in a difficult position. Like, she's in a difficult position. When the UFC started, I remember she was talking about retirement as well. And I was like, geez, that would have been a bad time to do it because of, you know, because of the, the money that was coming in, it was our only chance to make money. But look, she has. She's on a good run now, five fights. It'd be a shame. It'd be a shame to kind of throw it all away now, I think. Um, stick in there for another while. That round of fight, is, she's not too far away from that round of fight. Oh, no, she's one fight away, but it's principle. She's been offered it. She was told it was her. Yeah. She should not fight again until she gets that title fight. She yeah. should and literally the- sit there stubbornly or, like, go to Bellator. I wouldn't be surprised if this is what it's shaping up to be. The problem for Misha Tate is that you you could be waiting around for Ronda and she's like, okay, we'll let Ronda have that fight. I'll fight Ronda after that. Then after that, maybe they could give Ronda some Amanda Nunes or something. And then Ronda could retire. You don't know, like Ronda could be gone and what's yeah. Misha Tate waiting around for then? Or Ronda could go do a film after this fight that takes her out for a couple of months. Misha yeah. Tate's best bet, 100%. Unless the UFC have already told her. Because first of all, the UFC are going to hate what she's doing. The fact that she's been so vocal about it. Uh... Like I found out a couple of things from UFC Dublin what the UFC hate. So they hate when you call someone out when uh, when you haven't finished someone. If you call uh, so- if you call someone out and you've got a decision, you're getting a harder match next time from Joe Silva and Sean Shelby. I don't know how that true that is. If you call like something else against the company, like what Misha Tate is doing at the minute, then you are in the bad books completely. Like, she really, really, really is playing a very dangerous game here. And it's one that I think that she's going to win. Because, look at herself. The amount of money she's losing out on the Reebok deal. She is one of the biggest ones most affected. Yeah. She needs to go, like, she needs to go to Bellator. And Irish fighters need to consider this as well. Do you know what I mean? This is, so many Irish guys could probably get into Bellator. Wait, that's a shit sentence. So many Irish guys could probably get into Bellator. Why would I say probably? So many of them can get into Bellator. They're at the level to be able to get into Bellator. And they're going to make serious money. What was the, yeah. the excellent idea Peter Carroll had? I know you want to go say it. No, go on, tell me. He forgot it on the MMA hour last week. Oh, about, about Pindred, is it? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think if he did if he did get cut from UFC, like, which is a possibility now, losing two, the way, uh, losing two in a row. Well, the they've, people. they've cut people since his fight, so I think he's safe. And he was in, he's oh, in that. Vegas at the Athlete Summit as well. Yeah. But, like, even if he gave, gave up another one, I don't think he should maybe be too bothered. Like, I know the UFC's people's dream and all, but, he, look, people... <laughs> It's money. It's your job uh, first and foremost, and I think I think the culture is changing. Like before, 
say five years ago or whatever, it's like, get to the UFC, that's your dream, it's like getting to the Premier League. But now, the, I don't know, is it is it as much of a dream as it used to be? When you're not getting as much money as, like, it's grand when you're earning fucking 750 quid on the local scene and then you're getting, what, 10 and 10 or whatever. But now you could go to Bellator and maybe get, like, 7 and 7 or something and then get 50 grand in sponsorships or maybe, well, maybe you wouldn't get that much. But, like, if you're a big name, like, Carl Pinder is in Ireland, say, if they had, there's talks about them bringing a show to the UK and Ireland if he got, a, like, if they got a TV deal or something, like, he could, he could earn a good bit. Remember we were talking about Alan Philpott there a while ago. Like I think guys like that could do fairly well in um, in Bellator, and I I think the the uh, the world is changing, and people people aren't dreaming about the UFC anymore. People want the money, and look, Bellator might be. A, Bellator might the, be the future for a lot of guys. Exactly. The UFC still is the premier and all the pinnacle is there and people that want to be champions are going to go there. Yeah. But it's a, Bellator is now turning into a very, very, very realistic and decent offer. Like some World Series of fighting guys are getting 70 and 70. Yeah. Which is scandalous. Now, whether so, some of those guys uh, are, yeah, are, also are managed by, yes, managed yes. by the, <laughs> the matchmaker. Yeah. Uh, what? No way. <laughs> There's nothing going shady there. That's uh, not allowed. <laughs> but Bellator, I definitely think... I wouldn't be surprised to see an Irish invasion there in the next two years' time. And look at it. Irish guys... Let's say Paddy Hulhan becomes a star. and Or becomes a bigger star. He can't get sponsored and promote the brand of, say, the Paddy Hulhan brew of tea that Barry's or Lions or whoever might make. That'd be a, an ingenious idea. He'd be able to promote the shit out of that in Bellator. They'd get a lot more money for that. Seriously, though. Seriously. Who's going to buy Paddy Hulan tea? People will. Who? I don't know. If it tastes nice, why wouldn't it? People if people who drink tea... I don't drink tea, but oh, I... Oh, wait. I no, yeah. This. I know exactly what you're going to say. People who drink tea are serial tea drinkers. Yeah. And they're the only, most yeah. fucking... They literally will never, ever change their tea, and they want to drink the same tea they always drink. Well, I will always drink a gold blend. As long as I have a gold blend, then I'm fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, but like, if you see Jeremy Butter, he's adamant that Vincent Henderson is going to going to Bellator. He tweeted there the other day, one fight left in his uh, his contract. Misha Tate, I don't know how many how much he's left in her contract. She definitely has one or two fights at least. Anyway, she fought them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, be opposed to her going to Bellator. They have Marlou's Coon and Dante. They have a few hundred and forty-five pounders. So, yeah, it could happen. But um, speaking of, we're speaking about Irish fighters there. Battles on announced our card during the week. Stephen Lowry, the shill. The, the fucking matchmaking Stephen Lowry, the Ali Abdulaziz of Irish MMA. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what do you think hand, of the card? Handpicking the fights for Team Rhino. Was he? No, no, no. He's not that bad. <laughs> um, what? I, I'm actually just trying to get the card up here. I, I, sent you, I sent you a link there. If you look on your Skype, if you scroll up. As much, Sean, as I would like to scroll up, we know what happened when I tried to close my window earlier on. We stopped yeah. recording for about five minutes, so I'm not going to do it this time. Can you? I know some of the fights. I know Thomas Hogan is fighting Joe McColgan in yeah. the main event. Charlie Hit- Ward against Will Flory. That'll be a very good fight, and I think there's some, uh, not so much bad blood, but Charlie Ward beat a teammate of Will Flory's recently, and they weren't too impressed with Charlie from when we were down in Cork doing a bit of interviews they were saying that uh, they thought Will would beat him, and now that's is, the matchup. Is Charlie got. Ward your man from uh, SPG? Yeah, the hospital ward. Yes, sweet. Well, uh, okay, my issue with the, why are these at catchweights? At catchweight zone. Did you not get the memo? 
Yeah, that's what I said. You yeah, I know. Idiot. I stole your joke. <laughs> Stealing my joke. Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Maybe some of them are just put together a little, like... The Joe McColgan one is a weird one because I don't think Joe McColgan's ever going to make 70 kilos again so I think he should just fight at 77 but maybe this is a test to see if he can get down to 75 and see what he feels like that maybe 70 is a realistic option. Yeah. Like, when's this fight? The 28th November. Three weeks. Three weeks. But these guys, I presume, have known about these fights for a while. Uh, I think some of them might have but I'm not too sure. It's a bit weird to catch with. Like, just have it a weight up, like, or have it the weight down. Read, uh, read out a few more of the fights there. Uh, Chris Bougiard against Paul Lawrence. Judo Chris. French Chris. Looking forward to seeing him fight again. The fellow that you were always talking about, because I remember his name from you saying it, on Drum Ghoul against Ryan Green. Ian Cleary against Nathan Kelly. Is that Nate the Great, is it? No, is no, no. Same, <laughs> same, uh, same namesake. Hugh O'Rourke Austin Lynch Hugh O'Rourke is Llewellyn. is good that'll yeah. be a good fight Hugh O'Rourke is like Andy Ryan and I think Team Rhino is just full of guys that want to be Andy Ryan's son and yeah. it just makes them out to be unreal fighters like Patrick Wicks did Hugh O'Rourke the two of them are head and head like they're fighting hard for Andy's love and and he likes Redzer and Siri better like you know it's just that's I've the way it goes lads I'm afraid get to the UFC and he likes his more Siri's old enough to be Andy Ryan's father like oh yeah know? no without a doubt Siri's old enough to be Hugh O'Rourke's father <laughs> what's the crack though with uh, how come none of these like Reese McKee or um, don't know um, it's just uh, well, Reese is pro now uh, yeah. he's matched with Bama as far as I know uh, I don't know if he's signed with Bama I know that if we might as well get it out of the way now because people are being talking about it uh, Bama the next event is going to be on the same day as the UFC in London we uh-huh. have uh, there's a couple of good Irish fighters that we would like to cover on it but unfortunately Bama recently introduced a policy that you need to have public liability insurance to cover their events and it's not up to me it's up to the powers that be with severe MMA but more than likely we're not going to be covering any Bama events anymore and that's partly down to their own fault of bringing in something like that like I could expect it if it was the UFC I could expect it if I was a cameraman that had wires going everywhere but what do you make of that that's like I'm never going to an MMA event again so that's, oh. that's <laughs> for me but yeah it's stupid we spoke we, I don't, I, we mentioned it there last week or week before like I don't know it's maybe something happened did someone's camera get hit or something when they were throwing bottles in on the last bammer or something maybe that's all uh, the only thing I can think like this is basically I think I mentioned on Twitter it's basically like sending out an email saying look we don't want media at our events they said they, there was no cameraman anymore as well so really oh yeah, yeah that uh, Dave Fogarty must have done so, like it doesn't matter because Severe MMA has infiltrated Bama because Dave Fogarty yeah, was Dave the official Fogarty. photographer for the last event so shout Be out grand. to Dave yeah but look they were stupid putting putting their event the same day as the UFC anyway and now uh Carl Frampton and that lad from uh, Manchester he's fighting is on the same day as well so yeah I don't think they're going to get much of a, a push what fights are in that we, I think we got asked a question but that's supposed to be going into the other round but. Damian Rooney's fighting Tom Dukenwad doesn't matter Dukenwad is going to be dethroned Rooney will get <laughs> signed to the UFC probably fight for <laughs> the Bantamweight title your uh, boy Damian Rooney is going to be his retirement fight I think no 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 I, I, we'll get into the well first of all I don't really want to give Bama that much publicity at the minute because we're not going to be at the event 
Am I being bitter about that? You're being like Sky Sports News. Don't we talk about them? All right, Jesus, we won't do that. We won't talk about. No, well, look, like look at it. People are. I do think we will talk about the Bama card closer in the time. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm actually really tempted not to go to UFC London to text every Irish fighter that's on the card and get them to walk outside the three arena and do an interview with me afterwards <laughs> because they would do that. Like that's the funniest thing about it. Like, like this whole and to be honest. Bama are bottlers as well, so I actually do think that that public liability thing will just mysteriously disappear, or they will give exemptions to some people yeah. that they'll allow. Like it's just like going to the Bama event doesn't benefit us in any way, like, or the, you because you have to leave Limerick. Yeah, but like it doesn't doesn't benefit you either. Like it's the fighters are the ones they want to get interviewed. They want to have like something they can put in their Facebook to spread their name and stuff. Like. Sean, we have recently learned a little bit about monetization. I know oh, we yeah. both have. What do you... <laughs> let's just... <laughs> let's say you know nothing about it, right? What, yeah. in theory, is going to bring a MMA website more money from traffic? The biggest company in the world fighting in London that will probably have an Irish fighter or two on it, or Bama? Uh, UFC, probably, I'd say. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know. There you go. Leave it at that. UFC London. We can't wait. Woo. We'll send mm-hmm. Steve over. I will go to London, and Steve can come <laughs> over to Dublin. Steve over he would Dublin. love that. He'd love that. He love. Yeah, he would. But battles on anywhere. You're gonna go to battles on. Where's that on? I am. It's on the Regency Hotel on the 28th of November. Uh, Stephen Lowry's been bending my ear, asking me to do something with him to preview the card. So maybe in the next week or two, there'll be something up on that. Um, I don't know if Sean Sheehan will allow us to publish it on the Severe MMA platform. Yeah, I'm getting very particular now in the, in the last while now. You're just a yeah. snar. Actually, uh, did you read? Did you listen to my voice message that I sent you on WhatsApp? Uh, yeah, I think so. What, what did you say? I said, I think that maybe every fourth or fifth podcast oh, yeah. should be a video one. We'll see. Oh. We'll have one coming up anyway for next month. For, um, for McGregor. For McGregor. And I have something in the works as well. Oh. So... There's going to be the, the, for, the very first Sheehan, Sean Sheehan, Severe May Podcast Expert. Sean Sheehan copies Luke Thomas and talks Sheehan. into a camera for an hour. No, no, no. It's going to be it's going to be uh, like like the McGahan uh, Severe May Podcast Extras. Sean what Sheehan's sort of plan. guests? What sort of guests? Listen, listen, no, there's yeah, going to be a couple the, of guests. The crowd, the crowd are on their edge here, Sean. Yeah. I have, I have a couple of people probably lined up well. I'm thinking about it. So we have Patrick Wyman, we yeah. have Jeremy Botter, we have Tommy Toehold. Ah, no, Tommy, we, uh, <laughs> Tommy wouldn't give a shit. We have all of the people that Sean is friends with on Twitter. We'll yeah. be on the show. Yeah, who like people... People who people care about, actually good people. Like. Ah, here, don't be. Yeah. Uh, look, Jude Samuel, those numbers were great. <laughs> the Bama extra. That was actually a good episode. I enjoyed talking to him about that. Jumper, the two people who listened to that must have had a fucking great time. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I hate you. The, uh, the sooner you leave this podcast, the better. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just going out my own. I'm going out my own. I, I'll get someone better. The, the sooner do it. The sooner you Misha take the fuck out of this place, then. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to fucking Bellator. Uh, injuries. A few injuries there. Neil Magny is replacing uh, Matt Brown. Uh, Joanne Calderwood got injured and she's replaced by Rosalind Majunas. Unreal. Now, it, it, you, go on. Yeah, no, like, I think I came across 
wrong with that tweet. Yeah. I still think Rose is going to beat her, but I think Ashling would beat her easier. Like grappling wise, my moles from Team Alpha Male are back. I've got all the sus. So, so literally the worst moles in the world. She is still uh, allegedly not a great grappler. Yeah. Like really, really like Ashing Daly, Rose Namajunas. Rose is definitely licking her lips at the prospect of this fight. The only thing that I'm worried about this fight is Paige sets the pace. And she's very good at setting the pace. Joanne, I thought it was a bad fight for Joanne. Because Terrible fight for Joanne, yeah. Joanne's has like historically lost the first round in all of her fights and it's the Thai style that she comes from Thai boxers always start slow and they go on and pick it up as the fights go on I thought Paige could have put the pressure on Joanne in the first round and maybe broken her mentally but Rose is not going to take any of that shit she's going to hit it straight back she's going to try to get her down she's going to try to sub her I think she will sub her I think like I think Rose is going to sub her in the first minute I think it's going to be over that quick. Um, I think it's a terrible matchup for her. Like, all Paige can do is push him on against the fence, throw punches at him, take him down, throw punches at him again. Paige and Sage. That, that's all you can on do. On fight pass. But Sage is actually really good. Really good. Did you see my tweets last night? No. About Sage say? Northcott. Okay, no, go on for a minute. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you at the end. It's a funny Sage story. Is, Sage is the best. But, uh, yeah, Rose is going to... like. If you're betting on someone, bet on Rosalind Eunice to submit uh, Paige Van Zandt in the first round. Because that's, that's going to happen. Um, let me look, is there any prices up here? No, there isn't yet. But um, How did you get that up that quick? Because <laughs> I'm very fast. Uh, yeah, it, I, don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, a tough fight for Rose. I think it's, it's a pretty easy fight for... If you were to pick a style for someone... For Rosa Muniz to beat, it'd be Paige Van Zandt. Someone who'll like take you down, put you against the fence, and doesn't have great submission defense or will leave, put herself into submissions. So, yeah. But uh, in the injuries, like, there's that, there was that. Habib is injured as well. Yeah. Out of his fight with. Like, what, what animal did you sacrifice when you found out about that? Oh, God. There's no sheep left in Limerick. No. No. I know. Ah, oh, Jesus. It was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Get off the roof, Sean. <laughs> But like, how many more injuries are going to be in that those three fights? Well, look, I haven't booked my flights for a reason <laughs> just yet. Really? I'm gonna, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going to leave it because the price has actually gone down from what That's it right. was. It's weird. The pri- like, I I was quoted five hundred and eighty for a return flight to Vegas the other day, like, and that's four flights. It'll be, it'll be funny though when you turn down three sets of credentials from the UFC. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Conor, Conor, Conor McGregor pulled out of the fight. Conor McGregor chose the other fights over. Uh, <laughs> listen there, UFC. Sorry, I can't go to any of Anyone those. Anyone else uh, looking for them fights. credentials? <laughs> or sell them? <laughs> just Someone like, there. Someone for Satanta might be looking for them credentials there. Give them on. Yeah, I could just sell them. Like People like, them people on, can't yeah. get tickets. Sell them in. You know, send so, them in in a suit. Just be like, don't do anything shit. Get in there. Get out. They probably behave better than some of the media at most of the events anyway. Oh, I, yeah, exactly. I'll probably fucking do more work as well. I hope uh, someone from me. the U- <laughs> I hope no one from the UFC is is, is listening to no, this. No, like because honestly, I will be there. I promise I'll be there. No one from outside of the severe will be getting in uh, on my credentials. Yeah. Um, what about Joseph Duffy ruining Christmas for everybody? Did it, uh, if I have to go uh, yeah. to Vegas twice in three weeks. Ah, but someone's getting stabbed listen I, that'll be a hard fight for the Irish media to cover like Jesus it's not a main event it's you know I, I can't believe they didn't put him in Boston 
Just for yeah. first of all, direct flight, convenient. January sale, two hundred and twenty-five euro return or each way. That's like Boston is where I want to. I really like. I really want Siri or Reds to be on that Boston card. I no, I want to go back. About Siri or not Siri? Yeah, Reds are what? He's gone back to lightweight, right? Yeah, Reds are. He should fight Mikel Lebu. <gasps> your man that Steve uh, Stevie, Stevie Ray. Ray beat in Dublin last week. That's who you should fight. Everyone tweet that. Everyone start tweeting that. Go on. Sheehan Nation. Yeah. I, I don't at, know why. At UFC, at UFC Europe, at Paul Redmond. He'd he, probably give out to me again now for trying to make fights for me. Fucking, he, he was giving out to me last day when I was trying to make But this Did is at he? 155. A guy just lost. He just lost. Makes sense. Two European guys for London, actually. That should happen in London. Or London. But I have to say, yeah. like, if I can... If I can just tell you once more how great Boston is. Yeah. You love Boston. There's, there's you want to so, go to Boston? Yeah. Why did I mention it? You did, I think, once. Just one. Oh, well, I'll just mention one. it just one more time quickly before I go. I'm all about going to places when they're as nice as possible, right? Yeah. So Brazil, when I went there and it was really sunny, it was summer. Unreal. Boston in winter. Although it is the worst thing in the world when you get there. Like when you first feel the cold, there's something really nice. Like Boston is one of the nicest cities in that I've ever been in, and I yeah. want to get back to a UFC there. Please, UFC, put someone Irish on it. Give right. me an excuse. Uh, of the McGregor, Aldo, uh, um, fucking what's his name? Duffy. The, the middleweight title fight. Oh yeah. Between Chris Weidman and Rockhold and Yoel. Jack Ray, how many of them survive? How many of them actually happen? All three. No, uh, Weidman will get injured. Oh, as long as Aldo McGregor happens, we, we'll take that. But speaking of fights, the fights this weekend. Uh, just before there's we get fight, on to the There's questions. fights this weekend? There sure is, Andrew. I almost what? called you Anthony there. Anthony. For some reason. Andy. Anthony, Anthony McGahan. Anto McGahan there. Anto. Uh, but uh, Vitor Belfort is fighting Dan Henderson. Thoughts? Uh, this is a fight I would rather see four years ago. You did see it about six years ago or something. Well, I probably didn't see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, like, <laughs> that's quality. That's a great line. That's that a McGann a line. classic. That, that, that's a amazing McGann classic. <laughs> Sorry, why are they letting Vitor Belfort fight? Sure, why not? Did he not, like, do something ridiculous a while ago? Like, is he not juiced to the teeth? Ah, uh, sure. Would oh, that be a change? Oh, the fight's in Brazil. <laughs> yeah, That's that why. There we go. Never mind. That, I have no issue with this fight now. No. It'd be grand. I think Dan Henderson's going to land a big overhand right and finish him. And retire. Dan, Henderson, Dan Henderson's like 4-1. to one What? To win this fight. Yeah. So, um, yeah, put, put, put your money on Dan Henderson on this. I don't know. Uh, I, think, I think Belfort, this... Belfort, like, let's just say... The best way for him to do is just to be supernaturally enhanced until he yeah. gets caught and then just retire and just make as much money as possible until then. That's Pretty much what he's done the last four years, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's like, might as well. At this stage of your career, you might as well. He's already been caught before, so he might as well do it again. Uh, yeah, look... Like, There's not much to say about this fight, really. Wait a That's, minute. The fight happened two years ago when fucking he knocked him out with the head kick. Yeah, they, they fought twice before. Oh, they won they? one each, so they might as well... Uh, I'd like to see... Uh, like, Henderson, I'd say, wants to really get him back, considering it was, like, the rocket ship version of Vitor Belfort that uh, 
Fuck. That knocked him out. So yeah. I think uh, Dan Henderson's going to look to try and show him what a natural man can do to him. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Dan Henderson win. Also, on that night, Glover Teixeira is fighting... Patrick Cummins. Patrick Cummins. What do you think about that one? Andrew? No, I did that silence for effect. All right. <laughs> I like that fight. I like it. Well, you tell me why you like it, because it's better than me saying nothing about it. This is why I like it. I like it because... Um, Glover Teixeira is a really good wrestler. Like I think he's. I wrote, I wrote in my article there, which will be out probably tomorrow or this evening or something. So as so, so Glover Teixeira will pull out of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> probably, the Sheehan yeah. curse. Sheehan. Hashtag blame Sean Sheehan. Uh, Glover Teixeira is. I think he's the best wrestler in the UFC who didn't come from a wrestling background. If you know, what I mean. like, do you know the GSP is gone? I think his wrestling is very good. GSP interested- didn't come from a wrestling background. That's what I said. All right. Sorry. I said, now that GSP's gone. Oh, yeah. Um, but Patrick Cummins did, obviously. He was on the, the American uh, national wrestling team and stuff. It's an interesting matchup for me. I think if if Teixeira, obviously, can keep him on his feet or take him down himself, he's going to win the fight. I think he'll win it, strike him pretty easily. He's a very good striker. But I think if Cummins can take him down, he can win the fight. So it's, it's one of those, it's going to be a tough wrestling battle and whoever wins that is going to win the fight. I think, personally, I think Teixeira will win it. But... Like I like those sort of matchups, might be the best fight in the world, um, especially if Cummins doesn't get his way and he he could get I think he could get badly hurt finish late, but uh, yeah it, it could be good. Anyway, apart I think from that, I think Eddie Durkin's in for a bad night. Eddie, yeah, every time I see him, I think oh what's Eddie Durkin's fighting? Eddie, Eddie Durkin, yeah, never Durkin. working, never working. Exactly. <laughs> I have to say though, if I'm gonna pick a fight that I'm excited for. On this card, uh, yeah. probably the hipster version of me. Uh, there's a guy fighting down in the prelims that I have trained under before, Jan Cabral. Oh yeah, and his jiu-jitsu is sle- well. I've trained like I, whenever I go to France, there's a gym near us, and they're affiliated to him. Is he and, Spanish or something? Is he? Uh, he trains in Spain. Or I think he's Brazilian. No, he is Brazilian, Brazilian, but yeah. he lives in Barcelona. And the place that we go to in France is about two and a half hours away from Barcelona. So he is up and back to them regularly enough. Their team is kind of very influenced by his style and his grappling is just serious. I can remember watching him fight in Japan a couple of years ago, maybe on one of those New Year's Eve shows. And he is just fucking... Like, he is good. Johnny Case as well, someone who fought in in that Boston card, I think, as well. Did I see him fight in Boston? Who did he fight? Uh, Was it Charles Rosa? Possibly. Uh, no, Frankie Perez at the McGregor and uh, Seaver fight. And he the won most, as well. The most important fight in it does Thomas Almeida against yeah. Anthony Burchett. No, that's going to be serious. I'm a big fan oh. of Thomas Almeida. You can probably describe in detail why it is why people need to watch it, why he's so good. Well, it's going to be an unbelievable fight. That's maybe why both guys come out. Like, Burchett, I just watched his last fight there before we came on against Joe Soto. Like, Joe Soto... Is probably an underrated fighter. He's pretty. Good. He's very good jujitsu. His stand up was good. He did pretty well against uh, TJ Dillashaw on a day's notice. Um, and Burchak came in and knocked him out in like ninety seconds or something. Burchak is he's not the best fighter in the world, but he will come out and he'll strike with you. He's a good wrestler as well, but he leaves himself a bit open to submissions. He has very very good power in his hands. Very good. If he kept like he caught Joe Soto, kind of he kind of caught him coming in. He barely caught him and he put him away. You know so. Thomas Almeida is a guy who will come in and he'll leave openings, he'll get caught. 
but he can catch you as well if you leave him any opening. So it's going to be one of those fights. I think Thomas Almeida will win. Um, but look, it's one of those. Burchak has so much power as he showed against Soto. If he catches Almeida once, the hype train could be uh, could be derailed. But I think Thomas Almeida is, is going to win. And I think I think he's on a collision course with TJ Lillishaw. I think that fight probably happens in 2016. Sean, I actually think I'm off work this Saturday night. This is a card that I may watch. Sweet, be the first, be a first for you. First, first of the year, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to see the return of Gilbert Burns as well. Yeah, who cares? Not Sean Jean. Anyone Not else on that card? Gleason Beast in twenty five eight is fighting um, Fabio Maldonado. So nobody else really, no. No, not really. Yeah. Anyway, we've gone to a few questions. Um, yes, but you just sent me something, and I'd like to uh, just read out a few of them first. Which is it? The 20 ball predictions thing? Yeah, your ball predictions. Yeah, we got a question about that. So hold on. We'll, oh, we'll okay. start it off with okay. that. Um, so that's why you sent it to me. That's why you sent it uh, to you. Yeah. Sean, Sean Sheen thinks ahead, huh? Up, up there for thinking, down there for dancing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian McLaughlin. Two months left in 2015. How are Sean's predictions for the year going so far? Well, 2016 predictions. I will let you know exactly yeah. how well. Some of them are good now. Some of them are good. Okay. Khabib Nurmagomedov. Wait, 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 wait. Just explain for people what date was this on? Okay, sorry. This is December 27th last year. I did 20 predictions for 2015. So some of them, can I just say, weren't bold? They were just. They were. Nah, nah. They were fairly like, yeah, that's definitely gonna happen. Well, what didn't anyway is Khabib Nurmagomedov becomes the UFC lightweight champion. Yeah. So that's no. Anderson Silva, did he knock out Nick Diaz? No. Gary Cook replaces Dana White as UFC president. <laughs> still time for <laughs> that, that to happen. Still time for that. Two months Still there, time yeah. for that to happen. Also, remind me to talk about Edmund Tarverian filing for bankruptcy. Oh, yeah. Uh, World Series of Fighting going out of business again. Still two months time for that to happen. Two months for that there. Daniel Cormier and John Jones will fight three times. When, Listen, did, when that, did the last fight? Was it uh, this year? It was this year, yeah. Okay, so if they fight at a press conference and then fight... They already fought one press conference, so that's two fights. Okay. That's close enough. No, like. but the, the fight at the press conference was last year. Was it? Oh, yeah, it was too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, so you're close enough with that. Close. A fighter refuses to wear Reebok and is cut. I'm still waiting for a cornerman to refuse to wear... I think it's going to happen in December. I think... The Stitch Durang count there. He's not a fighter. Yeah, right, okay, we'll give you that one. Enough. I think Jose Aldo's corner men are going to wear Venom and take the fine. That's my prediction. They won't be allowed, they won't be allowed to walk out they with will. Venom, man. They, like, it said that they'll just get fined before. Really? Yeah, I'm 90% sure that the, the fighter will get fined if corner men don't wear Reebok. That'd be interesting. So I think that could happen. Uh, CM Punk doesn't fight. Obviously, that's not going to happen this year. So one right. Uh, Rampage Jackson against Fabio Maldonado. That happened. Increased drug testing caused the champion to be stripped of his title. Listen, John Jones stripped of his title. There was increased drug testing. Or you could say increased drug testing caused a fighter to get hurt before a title fight. Who was that? <laughs> what? I'm just, just throwing that out there, you know? Yeah, who's that you're talking Who about? Who walks though? around punching people's ribs like so hard? like you know, <laughs> Slipping on mats and stuff. Hennenborough yeah, is not going to recapture that pandemic title. No, no, no. He, well, Hennenborough is still waiting to get his soul back from TJ Dillashaw. Yeah. Uh, Number Demet- 11. Demetrius Johnson, Weidman and Ronda all go undefeated. Yeah. On course for that one. UFC to host Metamorphs on Fight Pass. Probably won't happen now because Halleck Gracie seems to be a piece of shit that people hate. Um, Michael Bisbing retires. He's probably going to fight in London. So, no. 
Uh, BJ this, this one is this fourteen is the worst of them all. BJ maybe. Penn, Chris Cyborg, Chris Levin, and a Diaz brother signed for Bellator. <laughs> Jesus, that was badly wrong, wasn't it? Who is Conor oh. number fifteen? Is the one I like. This is the best one. Conor McGregor defeats Dennis Seaver and fights Jose Aldo for the title in Las Vegas. Irish fighters will go three and one at UFC Boston. Brock Lesnar returns to the UFC, wins a fight, and gets a heavyweight title shot. Rory Mack wins the welterweight title. Almost. Saint Pierre returns and fight Anderson Silva. That could happen. And the UFC will have a champion versus champion super fight. McGregor against Aldo. There you oh, go. Oh, she knows. What are your some of your uh, predictions for 2016? I'll have to December. December. Do you know what we have to get going as well, Andrew? Or, um, what? Our uh, fucking awards. We'll have to do that now in the next couple of weeks. End of the year award ceremony. Yeah. They were good last yeah. year. Did we do them last year? Yeah, we did. They went down well, do you remember? Yeah, we did anyway. We did. Okay. Okay, we'll get a couple of questions and then we'll get out of here. Um, Sean Sheehan needs to go, people. Sean Sheehan needs to go. Uh, da, 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 da. If I can find questions. You're in the favourites now of the pod, are you? Is Bra- uh, someone asked is Brian O'Driscoll the only sports star who's blocked Sean Sheehan on Twitter if not who else is there no he is not no he is not funny you that. mention it <laughs> there <laughs> is a long list Rampage Jackson is one there's a couple uh, of UFC fighters that have blocked you isn't there no just Rampage is there. who else I thought you were mentioning people like at UFC Dublin you were telling me all the people that have uh, no. blocked you Oscar De La Hoya blocked me did he why yeah I don't know I didn't, I've never even tweeted him I don't think uh, yeah, he just knows about you, like. There you go. There's a couple of them, but Callum Best has blocked me. Ah, uh, no. Frankie Boyle has blocked How me. How are you going to tell Callum Best that you can't wait to see him in a local nightclub? Yeah, I don't know. Doing a meet and greet, like. Eamon McLean asks, who has more check shorts, Andrew or Ariel? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I have a couple. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I do have a couple. But I, I just like to put it out there that I've had that red and black shirt since before I started interviewing. Have you? Yeah, yeah, you've had it a long time. Already. So I have, like, that is a, it's a, well, maybe not before, but definitely since the start. And I've never seen Ariel wear a check shirt like that. Yeah, his ones are more, uh, what are they called? They're overly, they're played. They're overly Flat colorful. Like, yeah, they're like ridiculously colorful, where I'm a two toned man. Yeah. You know, and I, and I like them unbuttoned with a shirt visible underneath. But look. Soft. Oshin Sands asks, <laughs> who do you think the winner of Belfort and Henderson will get? <laughs> a WADA instructor backstage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's light heavyweight yeah. though, isn't it? No, it's middleweight. Tim it's, Kennedy, I reckon. I oh yeah, are you sure it's middleweight? It's down yeah. as light heavyweight on Wikipedia. Is it? Yeah. I I know Kennedy said oh, he's coming back. Uh, Kennedy wants Belfort. He wants Henderson. And who else? Uh, another alleged user. I saw him. Uh, it was out the other day. He said he wants to smash all of them. Like fair play to him. I would be the biggest Tim Kennedy fan. Do you see these? Um, Why not? No, I just don't like it. <laughs> that's that's very odd. That's my unbiased view on yeah, Tim ju- Kennedy. Just don't uh, like him. Just don't like him. Did you see these t-shirts that the UFC have released on their website? Oh Some- my God. Explain to me what that jiu-jitsu one is. <laughs> the jiu-jitsu and the judo <laughs> one look identical. There's the judo one. There's you a judo the one as well. And they look oh yeah. Like I will... The judo one kind of makes sense. It's kind of throwing someone over the shoulder. The boxer one is ridiculous. Oh, completely. So is the, the karate one is okay. The karate, the freestyle wrestling one is okay as well. But I if we're talking the about one. the jiu-jitsu one, here yeah, is jiu-jitsu. my my take of the jiu-jitsu t-shirt: is that <laughs> the guy on the bottom is playing an inverted guard. 
that's his legs coming over his head and his arms are out to the side as if he's upside down. Liam McGeary style. But when has that ever happened in MMA? When has a- anyone ever inverted in MMA when they can just get punched in the face? Aside Liam, from Lee Hammond's Liam, Baron Bolo. Liam McGeary does it. Does he invert or does he just hit inverted triangles? I don't watch all of his fights. I just watch the finishes. The finishes (laughs) are inverted triangles and they're only inverted triangles because he hits them from the bottom. They're not not actual inverted triangles when he's on his neck. He's on his back. I I hate when people say he hits inverted triangles. They're just fucking... Like, this whole Reebok... They're not Reebok, but they're UFC. Reebok. What did you retweet last night from Super Calo? Oh, it's the best. It's the best tweet I've ever seen in my life. Reebok or trolls, like, without a doubt. (laughs) But he appreciates trolling. He doesn't. He doesn't usually like trolls, but he can appreciate <laughs> appreciates the art. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Gavin Sherlock asks, "What's next for Habib? Will he come back in 16, 2016? Can he be champ if he does ever come back?" Uh, yeah. To be honest, like the one thing that came out for like his dad was fairly going nuts about it anyway in the interview that I read. But it seems like uh, it's nothing to do with his knee. It's his rib. It was the day before he was meant to fly to AKA. Seems like a legitimate accident. Hopefully, he just comes back. Like, but then you have people saying like, a lot of people. Well, I was gonna say a lot of people have fought on hurt ribs, but Jose Aldo didn't. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, Khabib strikes. Shout out to Ryan Loco there as well. Oh, did he? Is he listening? But he he said he would. There we go. He better. So, Cause better. I asked, I have many questions. First of all, he downloaded an Unreal app on his phone, and I want to know what it's called. He was recording videos when he was in Reykjavik in Iceland and it looked like it was recorded through a VHS tape. <laughs> so it was like, uh, he put up funny stuff and it was like, oh, remembering that time I saw this fight for the first time, but it's like <laughs> recorded on a MacBook <laughs> like, and it's acting like it's 1995 and stuff like that. Yeah. It is very funny. Two last questions. Darren Sheehan asks, who would win the 100 meter sprint, Mighty Mouse or Johnny Jones? Johnny Bones Jones. Do you think? Who'd, I don't know. I think Demetrius might. I think Demetrius would get out into like a big lead over the first 10 or 15 metres, but Jones would draw him back. Oh, yeah, sure. Jones could just reach and grab him. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'd go with... That's I, definitely... Oh, my God. Daniel has... Is it Daniel or Darren you just said? Darren. Darren Sheehan has just given the UFC London guest fighters the like. shittest thing in the world. The UFC Europe are probably listening to this, writing it down, and be like, like, in fact, they're probably not even hearing this part, because they've already stopped the podcast, have ran into the boardroom, and it's like, 100 meter sprints, guys! That's what we need on the YouTube page for London! Along the Thames! Do it beside the Thames! Uh, okay, last question. Speaking about UFC in Europe and stuff, from our good friend Will Martin, friend of the podcast. Um, what's needed in 2016? More UFC events in Europe or the return of cage warriors? What's more needed? Oh, um, well, I suppose you could say that that is... I'm trying to find a way of funnily saying that cage warriors will probably be under the UFC banner. Yeah. But I can't actually think of that way. So, Hopefully they will be like Well like there's rumours yeah. that, that they are That Cage Warriors will be coming back on Fight Pass Stuff yeah. like that Hopefully Those that rumours have been around for ages like, Yeah so. so like who knows But yeah. I don't know Eric Winter seems to really want to be pushing the development of Fight Pass A couple of things on it P.S. Sean and I still want a job um, Also I do think uh, 
I do think if Cage Warriors comes back, then you may see less EMEA shows. Does that kind of make sense that they would maybe use Cage Warriors as some of their European destinations? Yeah. Like, or send them to areas like Finland, where the people always ask for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd rather return to Cage Warriors, to be honest. I don't... Like, I think England needs a couple of events. I'd like to see two events in England this year. I'm looking maybe. forward to Manchester next yeah, year. I have to admit. Should, or London. should come back, yeah. Um, do one in Finland or somewhere like that and leave like Ireland and Scotland to give them 18 months or whatever. Come back then. But yeah, I, th- I, like, I think Cage Warriors would benefit more because like, uh, as you say, like the guys like um, Franz Malambo, Reese McKee, um, Dylan Took, all those guys coming up, they could do with a place like Cage Warriors um, like they have Bam as well obviously but they need uh, they need more regular fights and stuff so I think Cage Warriors are the best at doing that so hopefully they'll come back there you go Rose, Na- Rose Namahunas just put up hashtag current mood and she looks uh, she looks pretty sad in her Instagram so hopefully oh, nothing's happened in her fi- well she's training and she's coming for the she's coming for Paige apparently she's coming for that belt that's exactly what our Instagram uh were you just on her Instagram, no? No, I wasn't. Because her bio is coming for that UFC belt. Sweet. Sean Sheehan the... just writes bios for fighters in his spare We're time. We're the same wavelength. Anyway, you have, uh, what's your plans? Where are you going? Go for dinner. They're fucking, they're looking for me now. They're, they're standing they're, outside my door. They're, they're screaming like, they're like, Sean, we're, we're going to come in. Like, otherwise we're going to break yeah. up the podcast. If uh, you want to get in touch, ask Sean Sheehan how his dinner gets on, uh, how his dinner went, at Sean Sheehan Ba. If you want to get on to us directly together as a unit as a person at Severe MMA Pod uh, if you want to get on to the usual go follow them at PC Carroll at Severe MMA and I'm at Andrew McGatton underscore uh, tell a friend about the podcast if you listen to this and maybe you haven't subscribed subscribe so you can push us up the iTunes charts and we can pretend that lots more people listen to us when we go to the subscriber charts and we're like hey we're on the top rated uh, which is what Sean and I do it's also getting pretty hard for us to keep making fake email addresses and subscribing to the podcast and listening to it it takes an hour out of our time every time so and writing fake reviews and writing fake reviews and the only reason I get good comments on YouTube is because I've got about 50 YouTube accounts that I just Back. alternate between um, so anyway have a good week uh, enjoy the fights at the weekend enjoy whatever you're doing this weekend but until then sometimes oh no Sean sorry I'm sorry <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. It. I ha- we need an inspirational quote to finish yeah. off the show. <laughs> what? Going, I tell here. me what. Just give me a tease it out for me here. You know, get me excited. What is it going to be about? It's about inspiration. As <laughs> <laughs> I suppose inspirational quotes would be. <laughs> is that all you look up every week? Inspirational quotes. Inspirational quotes. It's literally inspirational quotes on we on on Twitter. That's where I got it from. Here it is. Sometimes you find yourself in the middle of nowhere, and sometimes. In the middle of nowhere, you find yourself. See you next week.